The jury is in. 18 years too late, but it's in. On this episode of Out of the Box Doc, Dr. Lisa talks about how estrogen reduces the risk of breast cancer, heart disease, and stroke when started between the age of 50 to 59. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Lisa Gardner here with Out of the Box Doc with my co-host, Paul, behind the glass. Hey, hey, hey. There he is. My the guy that knows nothing about the <laughs> medical industry, but loves to chime in every once in a while. That makes me laugh so much because like I've said before, I think it was like on the first episode that you're kind of the guy that is like, not, I hate saying lay person because that makes people, I don't know, it's just like a negative connotation for me, but like you're the guy that doesn't know but you have a lot to add, but you're kind of like the patient. Yeah. You're like the guy that comes in. I'm your honorary patient. Pretty much every time. The same now, patient. when we talk about estrogen, I may not be <laughs> I the greatest patient. <laughs> talking about that. But yeah, it's like um, you're the, the representative, I think, to be the person like who's listening to this that has those questions. Or so whatever, I am know. the people. You, oh. I am the people. God. That should be my producing name, The People. Yeah, there you go. I like that. And then uh, I will say that Paul's got a really great podcast too that you guys need to tune into called Dumb Shit People Do, which is absolutely amazing. And and if you're not following that, you probably should if you want a good giggle because th- this is a little bit more serious of a podcast, but Paul has a, a genius it's to idea. Make, it's to make Mondays better. Oh my God. And I get my little notification that, hey, Paul's Paul's done another podcast. And I'm like, oh. Listening to that on the way home. So, and if you want a little giggle, that that's going to be, because we sure need that in this time, in this world. So, so today um, I'm, I'm trying, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to preface it with this. I'm going to try really hard to not say any bad words because um, this annoys me more than anything, this subject, and probably has literally my whole career for 18 years. Um, Cause this, this study actually came out right as I graduated <laughs> from residency in 04. So, and, and, you know, just don't forget like all before all of that, you know, how we're taught as doctors, um, just about pharmaceuticals and everything else is like kind of what we carry on. Like, so the next 20 years, if I learn something from an attending who is a doctor that has 20 years on me and I graduate and I repeat what my teachers and my trainers have taught me, that would be right now at 20 years would be 40 years of old stuff. Like if I don't research more things and if I don't read about stuff and I don't do stuff that's different, then I'm going to carry on the same old crap that my attendings have done for the last 20 years. So now I'm 20 years in. So now we're like, we're really old. Right. So (laughs) to me, I'm just like, so I'll, I'll just leave it at this. So when did I do that episode with, I don't remember the estrogen episode does not cause cancer. So that was a couple of months ago. So I did that whole podcast and about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, the, and that's why the name of the podcast is called 18 years too late is because the, the study that was done called the women's health initiative that ended in 04 with the summary that hormones cause cancer is completely wrong. And I I said that on that last podcast. So today I'm going to go over the study with you again, summarizing what they actually said at the end. So they're just like, just kidding. Estrogen doesn't cause cancer. (laughs) 
So what causes them to keep looking? I mean, what, what causes them to be like, why, why, why now? So why now? And that's exactly where I'm at because I'm like, why did you decide just now that all this, just think about this for a moment, women's health initiatives. So let's go back to the beginning of that. Just, and I won't make a big deal out of it, like all science or whatever. So the women's health initiative came out 18 years ago. It stopped because people had breast cancer. So let's stop right there. The women's health initiative from 04 was not a breast cancer study. Let me repeat that. It was not a breast cancer study. It was a heart disease study. So when I pull people and I do, I talk about this all the time in the office and because now I'm you know, definitely reiterating the fact that estrogen reduces your risk of breast cancer. So I pull people routinely and say, what was that study about? Everybody goes, it's about breast cancer. I said, no, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with breast cancer. The study was stopped over breast cancer. It was not about it. So the Women's Health Initiative study 18 years ago took heart disease patient study or heart disease patients into that study. They took all comers. And when I say all comers, that means they took several thousand people. I believe it's 27,000 total. They took all these people into a study, did not exclude anybody. So in other words, if you're obese, hypertensive, diabetic, all the things that you may have, they didn't exclude people that may have already gotten or may still have the tendency to get breast cancer. Does that make sense? So like if you had a tendency to get breast cancer and you got lumped into this study, you probably would have gotten it if you're already unhealthy. So you're going to get it anyway. So it just so happened that these people got breast cancer within that period of time, which was five years of that pharmaceutical study. So remember, it was a heart disease study. It was not a breast cancer study. People ended up getting breast cancer out of that study because they were probably going to get it anyway. So the other thing that people need to understand about that study that was done, it was definitely in the interest of the pharmaceutical industries because they thought they had a drug that was going to reduce your risk of heart disease and reverse all that. Okay. That was what the original study was on, that they thought Prempro was the name of the drug, which is a combination of Premarin and Progestin, not progesterone, but Progestin. Prempro was the drug that was studied that they thought was going to reduce the number one cause of death in this country, and that's called heart disease, right? What a gold mine. A gold mine with a B, billions of dollars probably would have come out of that study for that particular company because they thought they had the answer to the number one risk of death. Wow, right? But unfortunately for them, and they weren't honest about it either. So the other thing that I need to get across that's really important is the average age of the person, the woman in that study was 65, right? Look at your face. Like Paul just looked at me like squinty, like what? How does that make sense for the for like the, the average? Right. 65 when our average risk of death, age 10 of out death of 10 is people 82. people with breast cancer have breast cancer. Yeah. Good. So just think about that for a moment. Like none of this makes sense. Why would they drag in? 65 year olds into a study because it was heart disease, but because more than likely by the time you're 60 freaking five in this country, especially, do you think you're going to have heart disease? 
<laughs> Pretty much. So do you think they took a healthy group of, of people to begin with to do it? No, they did not. And you're shaking your head. No, no, they did not. It's like not. padding the stats. A hundred percent because that's what pharma does. That's what people have to understand. That's a lot of things Pharma do. will do that every single freaking time. You always look at the data. You go to the bottom first. Who subsidized it? Who were the ones that funded the study and who was it with? Who are the people? So even to this day, when I read an American study, I'm always like, yeah, but look at the population of people. We're an unhealthy group of people. Why are we studying seven out of 10 people that are morbidly or, or obese and 45% of people are morbidly obese? Why are we studying groups of people that are sick? So anyway, in a nutshell... They decide to come out with the just kidding um, summary of that study and said, I'm not joking, I'm reading it right here. Accordingly, we can now assess that within 7.2 years of using, in this particular one was equine estrogen, meaning horse urine estrogen, which was Premarin, just the estradiol, which is estradiol, estrogen, um, we'll, we'll call it estrogen, it's really estradiol, but estrogen use for 7.2 years, that estimated a global index benefit that exceeded risk who were in women between 50 and 59 years old. They were randomized. For the last 18 years, they've been watching these people. They were on estrogen only. Estrogen only without the fake progestin, which is a fake progesterone. I know this is a lot, but bear with me. They said... Specific risk reductions are estimated for breast cancer, coronary heart disease, and total mortality, which is your overall risk of death, just period. It is reduced in women who are started on estrogen between 50 and 59, not 65. Okay? So all those women between 50 and 59, if you're started on estradiol early in your menopausal years, you reduce your risk of breast cancer. It is written right here in front of me, heart disease, stroke, that's also listed on here, that they said 18 years ago, estrogen caused all that. What did women go and do 18 years ago? What did doctors do? We're getting the hell off this stuff then. 50% of doctors, it is estimated, took their patients off of estradiol. Half, I believe more, women took themselves off of estrogen by themselves because of this study. So almost 20 years later, all those women now are in their seventies with fractured bones, heart disease, breast cancer, which is still the number one cancer in women, which is one in seven women. Then why isn't this all over the media? COVID, forget COVID. I don't care about COVID. COVID's gone. COVID's over. And I don't care who gets mad at me for saying that, but it's over. And I have a, another whole opinion about that if we ever want to talk about that. But um, why is this not all over media, including social media, everything? Why aren't people talking about it? So if a risk reduction can happen in women in one in seven of us, then why aren't we screaming from the rooftops that estradiol should be put into every woman in low dose or put cream, patches, pills, I don't care how you get it. Why aren't women on it? If it's the number one cancer in women, the number one can it doesn't kill women. It's not the number one cause of death in women, but breast cancer is the number one, still remains the number one subject, which has gotten worse since I graduated, by the way, because when I was a resident, it was one in eight. So that was 20 years ago. 
Now it's one in seven. Why is that? Why is it getting worse and not better when we fund Komen, we do all this stuff, keep giving money, walk for the cure, nothing's getting better. So why do we keep giving money to organizations and nothing's getting better? So look at this study. Even for stroke, the risk is reduced, which played a role in the early stoppage of the estrogen trial. Now there's little evidence of risk elevation for women aged 50 to 59. That's huge. That is huge. Um, and this, this came out, I want to say this study was about, yeah, about three weeks ago. Yeah. Randomized trial evaluation of benefits and risks of menopausal hormone therapy among women 50 to 59. And it just says like, we, we looked at you know, just kidding. We looked at extra years and we found out, turns out that women are actually better off being on hormone replacement therapy. But again, you know, I just still feel really duped by this whole thing because I've been saying all of my career, the entire time, why are we afraid of hormone replacement? It's really, you know, pharma that we need to be afraid of. We need to be afraid of things like Ambien and Xanax and all those pills because that's what's causing issues for people and the dependency and opioids and all the things. So we have to get people, their foundation of their health has to be fixed first. And that will always be nutrition. It will always be hormone replacement because we're not getting benefit through our nutrients, right? Like, you know, Rebecca Emery, who is my friend that I interviewed uh, on the last podcast, she said, you know, a lot of the time hormone levels are so disrupted because the food that we're taking in isn't helping our baseline be where it should be. And so, you know, I think about all the people I see every day and I think, gosh, you know, if we had better food system, I probably wouldn't have an office right now because <laughs> if we all lived in Costa Rica, we probably wouldn't be even discussing this right now because the, the food is better. The air quality is better. Everything is better, right? For the most part in different countries. So anyway, that that's kind of what I wanted to do with this, this particular podcast was really get the information out there to people and please share this with your moms, your sister, whatever. I still have patients every single day that say they get bashed by friends. That stuff causes cancer. And I'm told them, now you get to say, you're going to get it if you don't. So that's really, you know, my biggest thing with this podcast, go look up this study. It is so important. Estrogen reduces your risk of all things. It said overall mortality is reduced with estrogen replacement therapy. And that is a very big deal. So now I tell all my patients, now they're like, thank God, thank God, but they knew it. I mean, I've got thousands of patients. Um, but also I've had a lot of trouble lately with other doctors in Fort Worth poo-pooing and really bashing hormones. And this is Fort Worth family practice doctors. I've got other OB-GYNs that are also women that are like, don't use that stuff, don't use that stuff. And I'm, I'm like, I don't understand that. So what is the problem, problem with physicians in this country, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just Fort Worth. I don't know. But what is the problem and why are doctors still bought in to, to telling women that this causes cancer? I had a, I wrote a letter recently to a physician here in town. She threw my patient's progesterone in the trash while she's sitting in front of her and said, this crap causes cancer. 
My patient came back, told me all about it. I wrote her a letter and said, the disservice you are doing to the women of this community is shameful and it's unacceptable. And if you have any problems with your patients, feel free to send them my way. And I'll be, here's my cell phone. I'll be happy to answer all your questions. But this is the kind of stuff you have to start doing with these doctors because doctors are misinformed as well. So, you know, you can't be the only physician in town, like telling the truth or whatever. You, you've got to really try and get this stuff out there to your, your doctors or whatever, whoever you want to talk to about it. So anyway, does estrogen cause cancer? Everybody, one, two, three. No, it doesn't. Will you have less of a risk of breast cancer if you take estrogen? What is the answer? No. So that is where I want everybody to start thinking now. You need to be mad about this. You need to tell your moms about this. You need to be upset and you need to tell your doctors about this. And if they don't listen to you, you can come call me or see me or have them call me. So that is this episode. I just wanted to keep it very short. It's about, we're right at 17 minutes right now. I want to keep this very short because I want people to really get a grasp on this, that you need to take estrogen in low dose, and I do everybody's low dose on purpose, but you need to take it to preserve your health. Will you still grow old? Yes. Are you still going to die? Yes. But it doesn't have to be of the classic American American diseases that we will typically get. So that's really important. So estrogen does not cause cancer. So the name of this or title of this today, 18 years too late. And there you go. So if you do like this episode, you love the podcast, go subscribe, go like, go follow, go share. Sharing is the most important part of it's this. It's caring. Yes. Sharing is caring. That was dumb. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks, It's Paul. totally okay. You know, yeah, they, but, but, I, I but really now they feedback. know. They, and now I really... they know. And guess what? <sighs> Knowing is half the battle. It, G.I. Joe. How smart are you? Right? Thanks, G.I. Joe. Thanks, G.I. Joe. I did learn something. I did. It wasn't just <laughs> violence. It was That's amazing. Real, real things. It was real things. It was like, real. All those little commercials on like cartoons. I miss all those so much. I know, like Capitol Hill and all that. Oh, man. Kids were actually smart back then. They were. Because you remembered the little They songs, were. Now the they're just obese. And just like. Stay in school, kids. Just stay in Seriously. school. That's all I. But yeah, to do. go to Apple Podcast, rate and review because that gets us up in the podcast world, and it gets this information out to other people because people need to know this. Oh my goodness! If we knew all this information back when we were kids, we would be in a whole different world. We would be in a whole different world. A whole different world. So yes, go like, subscribe, go follow on Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcast, review, rate, and share, share, share. And again, if you had a test right now, does estrogen cause cancer? A is yes. B Hell is no, no, we won't go. Right. So that's your quiz for the day. I, this is insanity. I really am frustrated. And do about the research this. too. Go look this up. I don't know what else to tell people. It is, you know, it's it, you know, this is disheartening for me. But you know, I'm I'm on Instagram. You guys know it's Doc Fort Worth, D O C Fort Worth. I listed this. I I put the study up. I was like, people, this is amazing. I got hardly any engagement. And it really bothered me because 
I put a picture of me and Trey up or the dog or whatever. And it's like, Oh, everybody's on there. But I'm like, no, the most important thing I've literally done all year is post this one thing. And I had hardly any engagement. And that is extremely, um, disturbing to me because I, I, I thought I would have had lots and lots of people like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Whatever. And they don't. And it's, it's so, that just made my heart sink because I just think this is everything. This is, this could be life changing where you don't get osteoporosis and you don't, don't get hip fractures and you don't get Alzheimer's dementia because it helps reduce that risk too. Okay, all these things. So pretty much, and I tell people all this, you know, when do you ever meet people that just die of natural causes? I mean, it, I don't know anybody. It's either Alzheimer's or cancer or heart attack. It's like pick, pick one of those things. So if you know that you're going to be set up as an older adult to get these things, then we can do something about it. So that is what I'm talking about. So if you're in your fifties, I'd say like, like the study says, if you're 50 to 59 right now and you have not been on estradiol, you need to get yourself on estradiol. That's all I have to say because you will be too late if you turn 60 years old and you just decide to get on hormone replacement. It's too late. That is what this study is now saying. So it's turned, the tables have turned that estrogen does not cause cancer. They finally admitted it. And, um, and again, I, you know, I'm a big advocate for natural hormone replacement. I'm not into pharma. So we've got to get people off pharma back on estradiol on a, a natural process. So that's it. But like Paul said, just please share this with as many people as possible. Oh, and I, I wanted to say one last thing. I am dedicating this podcast to my cousin in the UK. Her name is Michelle. I love her. She's my pee in the pod. She actually takes my podcast to her gynecologist in, in England and tells them, listen to my cousin and please put me on this stuff. And they actually did. So that's what's so funny. They don't, they don't do the same type of stuff I do here, but her gyno in London, literally, literally she drives to London because you can't find anybody over there that does anything like, you know, kind of like this sort of thing. So she has to drive to a major city to get it done. But but I'm dedicating it to you, Michelle, because you get it, you understand it. And I know you're trying to get your friends over there to understand it too. And you're trying to live, you know, just live the healthiest life that you can. But I will dedicate this to you. I love you. You are very, very far away from me, but you are a pea in my pod of life. And I will never forget any of that. So this is dedicated to you, my friend. All right. 22 minutes, 40 seconds. We're done. And we'll see you next week.